0: Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, The Girl Who Holds Court. So I'm a little bit nervous because I've never done a podcast. Oh dear, that's me being really professional because I've not actually turned off my phone. That is a great start to the podcast. Hello, I am the woman who loses her marbles and is just all over the place. But what I wanted to say is hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm very, very excited to do this. I'm also nervous, but I shouldn't be because once I do start talking, I just don't stop and it drives everyone. No, no, no. I take that back. People don't go mad. Uh, bless them. They do just listen. And that's why we have the title, The Girl Who Holds Court, because once I start talking, I just, um everyone listens. And that's really cool. And that's really exciting. So with all that set aside, I want to talk about what this sort of podcast is. Is going to be like, um, as a young woman living in this crazy world, there are so many subjects that I talk about that I'm so passionate about, and it's kind of taboo. I've spoken to lots of people about women's health, you know, unleashing your sexuality, boys, travel, and everything in between. I just want to have brutally honest conversations with people about what I've learned, what I've heard, my experiences. And I just want to be able to share that with people because deep down I am a teacher and a mother. (laughs) So I just want to make sure that people get to experience everyone's different opinions, everyone's different walks of life. There are two cents of the subject. And if this goes really well, my idea is to get friends and colleagues and people on the show and we can discuss subjects about what we feel in this moment, what like for example, dating you know the young version versus the cynical version, especially dating in London, which is always just um you know they should really just make TV show after TV show because we need to learn the rules because it is just a madness shit show <laughs> but... Talking about London, I'm going to get into the subject I want to talk about today, but let me just have a quick sip of my tea because, um, you know, once you do start talking and don't shut up, you get a bit of a dry throat and it is nine o'clock in the evening, so I do need a cup of tea to chill out. What I'm going to be talking about today, unfortunately, is about Sarah Everard. Now, what happened to her is fucking horrific it's devastating like no woman should feel scared to walk alone either in the dark even in the light even everywhere honestly I never knew how strong opinion this was for women because so many horrific things have happened to me personally That I've had obviously the wrong influence around me telling me I deserved it. What was I wearing? Oh, you were gagging for it. So unfortunately those words are in my head. So obviously I've got the wrong people around me and people just made me feel like I deserved it. And I was the one in wrong, which is so not the case. Us women are not the ones in the wrong because the fact that as women, we need to know how to hold our keys between our fingers have a rape whistle, maybe do self-defense classes, speak to people on the phone so they know where we are. I, to this day, I'm a 31-year-old woman and I've been living in the UK for over 12 years and I still have to tell my mother where I'm going if it's late, when I'm going to be back because she worries and I think she has every right to worry because that is not cool let's just talk about some of the things that have happened to me because as I said, I really felt like I was the only one and I'm so thankful and so disappointed that all these women are sharing their stories, but it really shows a huge community that it is because what 97% of women in the UK alone have suffered from sexual harassment. So some of the experiences I have experienced clearly Um, I've been wolf whistled many times by men in the street, you know, that happens and you just deal with it. Like, I remember when I was younger, I must be, I used to think, oh, I look so good. Yay. But then, you know, 15 years later, I'm like, hang on. I was a teenager. That is so not cool. That is so bit, that's gross. I don't think I looked that old. When I look back at the photos, I looked like a bubba. But since in the UK I've really really seen a different side of men. I don't know if it's how men are raised here that sounds really horrible I don't know the best way to say that I, I men are very different in the UK <laughs> to Australian men that's for sure and that's my growing up experience so to come here and to have so many mind games, in regards to men, but again, that's a whole different subject when it comes to dating and trying to woo a man. But what I'm trying sorry, I told you I just go on a tangent. So moved here, things started getting worse for me. So the amount of times I've had to be on the phone to my mum walking from the tube station in the dark and going, Mum, I'm in the light, I'm in the light, don't worry And then we got really fearful that someone might come up on a scooter and rob me because I'm holding the phone so I'm having to put earbuds in to speak to my mother on the phone and then one day I got off the tube and this man started following me I'm like wait what and I was on the phone to him thank god and he started getting faster when I got faster and then he would slow down for a bit and then he would get faster and he clearly went to turn to the left when I was crossing the street and I saw him do a weird turnaround when he saw that I was watching him. And then he ran across the street to follow me. And he stood outside my house for a good 30 minutes. What the actual fuck was going through his mind? What I might look down the window and go, oh, Romeo, Romeo. Like, what is the logic behind that following a girl home and standing outside a house? What do you think there's some weird sexual fetish that's going to work? Like, let's—that's a whole other subject as well in regards to porn because so many people watch porn now as their first sexual experience, so they presume all these things are okay, and women are submissive. Mm -mm. I'm no mate, mate. No. Anyway, that's a different subject we can get onto another day. And um, one day I was at the bus stop. It's a sunny day. It's ten a.m. I've got my food shopping in my hand. And two blokes pull up to the um, bus stop and they said, oh, do you want to get lift? I'm like, no, thank you. And they're like, no, 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 get in. I'm like, no, I'm not getting in. And they leaned out the window trying to drag me in. I had to actually physically hold on to the bus stop and start saying, get away from me, get away from me, get away from me. And people started to come closer and then they sped off. I'm like, it's 10 a.m. Why are you trying to kidnap me in broad daylight at 10 a.m.? So these two experiences happen at extreme different times of the night and it just shows you're not safe anywhere which is really really terrifying. So that brings me on to the subject of who Sarah's murderer was which was a policeman which is just discussing that he used his power to lure her into a situation and You can only imagine what he did to her, which is just terrifying. And so like these people we've taught to go to for safety, for protection, they've kind of failed us. And part of me watching all these riots happen in Bristol about the police, because if you guys don't know, if you're listening from other places in the world, in the UK, the government is trying to push a bill saying protests are illegal because I heard... (laughs) One of the articles that I read saying is that the government get frustrated. They cannot get actually into parliament, which, um, great. So that's your solution instead of, anyway, (laughs) no, no, I'm going to finish off that sentence. So your solution to being able to walk into the front entrance of parliament is like, Oh, these protesters, let's just ban them, put them in jail because we don't want people to have freedom of speech. Talk about suppression. But the reason I'm saying all this is because, When these two things happened to me in the matter of a week, I went to the police and I said, excuse me, I'm in a situation and I'm scared for my life now. This is not normal. What can you do to tell me as a young woman to be safe in my own neighborhood? And the police officer, which was a gentleman, proceeded to say to me, what were you wearing? I'm just pausing to say, really? Are you really going to say that sentence to me? Because the amount of times that sentence has been used against women, if I'm wearing a beautiful vintage miniskirt from the 1960s, that shouldn't give you the excuse to put your hand up my skirt and grab my ass. So no one should have to say that. I like People are allowed to have freedom of expression with their clothes because that's such an important thing nowadays, freedom of expression, because you need to explore who you are as a person. And if it's through your clothes, you're allowed to wear what you want. So after I said to the man, I'm like, well, I was wearing um, my yoga clothes and a light jacket. But again, I said to him, you shouldn't, that shouldn't be a problem. You know, I, I, I wasn't safe. And I said, What about mace spray? Is that a loud pepper spray? He's like, No, are you illegal? Do you have it on you now? I have to search your bag. I'm like, I do not have it. I'm trying to find a solution. What can you do? And he's like, Oh, maybe just get a whistle. He's like, Excuse me? <laughs> a whistle. So I left that police station with my vice to protect me a whistle. I said to him, Well, there's cameras around that area do you think we can look at the footage to see who this person is because I'm scared because I actually did call the police when this man was standing outside my house and they said it was an emergency so they did nothing (laughs) it's just great isn't it and then a couple years later I was at um a train station and um one of the people at the train station who worked there He came up to me looking me up and down, licking his chops and he proceeded to try and grab my boobs and I pushed him away with my jacket and I was really shaken and I just ran away and um, on the train to where I was going, I called the transport police. I'm like, this has happened and I'm terrified and I said to the man on the phone, look, I know you're going to ask me what I was wearing, but that shouldn't matter. I was wearing a jumper. And they said, oh, no, we don't say that anymore. This is what, what, two, three years after the first report I made. And I was like, oh, my God. Really? Really? Because that's what you guys have told me in the past. And they actually did try to make an effort because when I made a statement, I was actually really shaken up and I didn't want to get on trains because I was really, really scared that anyone is going to attack me. Because when you see someone that works on a train, again, the same thing which happened to this poor woman. She trusted someone in uniform because they're meant to set an example and clearly that did not happen. Yes, but I'm really thankful for that police officer who was a woman because she really cared. And yes, nothing happened to it because they said we cannot define the moment exactly. This man was in charge, unfortunately, even though I did make several complaints to this train company about what had happened. And with all these stories coming out from these women, one of my friends posted a story on her Instagram, and it's it brought back a memory, which um has actually been blocked out for a long time, and now it's resurfacing, and clearly I cannot deal with it. But I was in um, a night, oh, I was in club, it was a bar, and we're there from about five thirty, and you know when you sit down and you don't have food and. Once you stand up after drinking, you're really, really out of it a bit because it just all of a sudden goes to your head. And I went downstairs to go to the bathroom and um, I'm really sorry, mum, I would probably turn off this because it's not something you want to hear. I was going to the bathroom and this cloakroom guy, he grabbed my hair and um, he threw me into the cloakroom and um, shoved his dick in my mouth. And, um, yeah, I ended up having to push him away because I was really out of it. And I ran upstairs crying. Sorry, I'm trying not to actually um, vomit. (laughs) I'm so disappointed that this suppression has actually come back up. And um, so I ran back up to my friends and I'm like, this has happened we need to speak to management I'm scared please please help me help me help me like oh you're drunk it was probably on your head maybe he wanted it maybe you wanted it who knows like no we need to speak to management and they just kept laughing in my face so I just proceeded to like freak out get an uber home and just go home and cry and shower and I did end up um having the strength to call this club on the Monday after this happened on the Friday making complaints. So yeah, I guess we'll look into it. I'm like, okay. So who knows if anything happened, but that's just, isn't that the most disgusting thing? It's just how dare you take advantage of a girl who's just trying to find a fucking toilet. (sighs) So with all that aggression aside, um, it's just, what do you do as a woman these days? Because this is such a unfortunate, normal thing. I'm seeing one of my younger relatives. She's sharing posts on her Instagram stories. And all I could think was like, oh no, not you. Not you. Please don't tell me this is happening to you. You're not even 18. I'm heartbroken and terrified if this is happening to her because this shouldn't be happening anymore like this shouldn't be happening anymore this should be a thing that is just not done so I appreciate lots of mothers coming out saying I'm going to educate my son better and that's what really needs to be done isn't it to encourage better education and respect for women but you know I... I don't really have a solution to give you on how to be safe and protect yourself, which is really, really sad to say, but we've just got to band together as women and protect each other. I have um, a group of younger friends in London and I, when she goes out, I text her, I'm like, let me know when you're home. Let me know what's going. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to add Find My Friends to our phones, just so we can be in contact in case anything happens. Because God forbid, if any, I don't want anything to happen to her. I just, it would break my heart. It would absolutely destroy me. And um, bless her, she sent me a link to download onto my phone, which is great, but it also is terrifying. So it's something called Walk Safe. And it gives you updated situations of where things have happened and unfortunately i opened it and the street around my house it's had um three people reporting violence and sexual assault and that's on the better of the worst street on the street where i got harassed there's been um at least four people that have reported sexual assault which is great so this app's fantastic but it's also terrifying and it's got little amazing moments where you can like tap that you're safe and let people know where you are. It gives you routes to avoid and let you check in so you can all keep in contact, which is fantastic. So I'll be definitely using that, but it shouldn't be something I have to use. You know, I shouldn't be scared to walk down the street. All of us shouldn't be scared down the street. So I think, I'm so sorry, it's such a sad way to end the discussion, but I think We just all need to be really kind to each other and protect each other and just push and push and push, which so many women are doing. You're doing wonders to push for, you know, protection and change. And the fact that I'm even talking about these moments that have happened to me and realizing that I'm not the only one, I think that's a huge step. Like for so long, I have felt so alone in this and I think that's what they want us to be alone and you deserve it is that too harsh of a statement to say because that could be an actual thing to round up all of this right you know what I'm going to round it up with an image that I saw on the internet the good old internet so it says here seven days in the life of women everywhere we started off with International Women's Day, huzzah, girl power, love that. And then um, Meghan Markle released her really heartbreaking video about the suffering she's had. And um, people started um, saying to her she's a liar. She just wants attention. She needs to suck it up. Great, great, great. So we're now saying a woman lies. Okay, then we found out about Sarah Everart's unfortunate body being discovered. And then there was comments about the trans community, about women. They're not even real women. And then we really started getting uproaring about, I do not believe this happens to women being followed home, being harassed. And then it says here, I don't do it, so it's not my problem. So men are saying, I don't do it. Huh? Huh? And let's not even start about the hashtag that is, not all men. Oh, hell to the no, (laughs) y'all. And then followed up, it had been one year since poor Brianna Taylor had been murdered in her room. And then you see the Saturday with all these women going to have a vigil for Sarah Everard at Clapham Junction. Even Kate Middleton went there. And I think that's really amazing she went there because that's the first time I've not seen her wearing a mask since the whole pandemic started. And I think she wanted to show face saying, I am not alone. I'm here with you, my sister. Because she did come out saying, I was harassed in the streets of London before she got married. But when you see the police being aggressive and violent and just, pardon the word, bastards to all these women trying to have a vigil. And I know we are in a pandemic. I know it. And we shouldn't be in large groups. But something has hurt these women to the core and they're trying to find an outlet for unity and to heal and to say so sorry to this poor poor woman who has been murdered for walking home and when there are situations like this we want to come together to unite to say you are not alone and to have Sarah Evart murdered. By police officer and then seeing the footage of these police officers attacking women I was sitting here watching all the footage crying with shivers because that's not what you want to see women are not going to trust the police they're really not and it's going to cause a lot of women not wanting to go to the police for assault or rape so how are they going to fix that image And then to top it all off, we ended um, the week with Mother's Day. So it was a bit bit intense, wasn't it? (laughs) So what do I say to end this all? I do hope you like it. I hope parts of this has resonated with you. I hope you feel like you can open up about what's happened to you, share it with people, find a way to protect you and your sister's You know, just do everything you can to create a better society. You know, rage, rage against the machine. Isn't that the saying? Just this outpour of women coming together has been really life-changing. I haven't ever witnessed anything quite like this before in my life. Everyone's saying, no, enough is enough. And that's effing wonderful. So to all my fellow women, you are not alone. And we can get through this together if we unite and find a way to protect each other. So if you did like this podcast, um, I guess like it so I know you enjoy it. And give a comment below if that's how it works on this podcast platform that I'm about to upload it to. It's all new to me. So do follow me on Instagram. I would really love to be able to speak to you hear your stories, if you want to share a story, let me know if there's a subject you want to talk about. Let me know if there's some more information that I'm not speaking about that I don't know about. I would love to know and I would love to share it all. I really want to create a community with this so women and just people in general can come to this place and go, oh, so that's what you mean. (laughs) But on that note, I'm going to shut up, drink the rest of my tea and head to bed and i hope everyone has a really fantastic evening day day or night just have a fantastic day and i really hope to hear from you soon until then ciao ciao